Hello and good afternoon. How are you doing, Valencia? I'm doing good. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Clarion Chats. This is not Thursday, it is Tuesday, July 11th. It is currently 1.46 p.m. and we're here today just to, you know, talk a little bit more about what's going on in Sinclair, right? And like I said before, I'm here with Valencia. She's one of our lovely interns for the summer. So hi. Yeah, say hi. Say say what you're doing here. So I am an intern at the Clarion. Um, my major is multimedia journalism. Yeah. So you are. I think it's interesting because you are like the other interns. I think you are all journalism journalism majors. Yeah. Which is interesting because. These are the only people that we have in the Clarion right now that are journalists, that are aspiring journalists, right? Because none, I don't think anyone else besides you three actually want to be journalists after you, you leave. And I think, I think that's very interesting. Uh, but I, I, feel like, I feel like more journalism students would be coming here. But yeah, but this is not your first time at Sinclair, right? No, I've been here. Yeah, you've been studying here. When did you start here again? I started in 2012, mm -hmm. but I didn't start studying journalism until 2019. Gotcha. So what did you start studying? The first thing I started studying here at Sinclair was early childhood education. Okay. That's nice. And you work something like with, with something like that nowadays, right? Besides yeah. the Clarion. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So you got to graduate in that as well. Or, or did you start studying and then you're like, ah, oh, this is not for me. I want to do journalism. So I started studying in 2012. And I decided that's not something I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. My passion was to write. Mm -hmm. So that's where journalism came apart. So. Gotcha. Cool. Well, I... So you started in 2019, you say? Mm -hmm. Journalism. Okay. And well, now it's, it's 2023. Are you, are you like almost done with your, with your course? No, not yet, unfortunately. Really? What else do you have to take still? Um, there's still some courses that I have to take for journalism. Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of like electives that I have to take that don't pertain to journalists, but kind of pertain to journalists that I have to take. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's always like that. They have like these these very specific things that you're like, why? How is this gonna help, anyways? Yeah. But it's it's part of the major, it's part of the course, and we have to take it. I, I feel the same thing in my course as well. There are some classes that I'm taking. I'm like, eh, why do I have to take these things? It's just, it doesn't feel like it's going to relate a lot to my area of field. But what we have to talk today is, you know, nothing really big happened be between this episode and last, well, two weeks ago. Uh, I did mention that there is this uh, camp happening. When I was talking to Carly, she mentioned the We STEM program that happened, right? The women in, in STEM. And I mentioned that something else was also happening. That's the LSAMP. That's happening this week at Sinclair. But that's not for, I'll just make a quick correction in it. That's not a program for, call it for, for high schoolers. Because We STEM is for 12 through 12th grade. From, from 10th to 12th grade. That's a mouthful. 12th is a mouthful. But, um, so, the, this LSAMP is actually for, for people that are going already into Sinclair to get, uh, like a little taste of what the STEM field is like. And also there is, a an event happening in the Englewood campus. So they call it Summer 
Englewood. Very creative, I know. But it's just like a week-long event full of like activities happening. But I've never been to the Englewood campus. Have you? No, I have never been there. No, did you only study here in Dayton? Yes, I've already been here in Dayton. Okay. Because, yeah, I've been to Centerville because I take some um, security systems classes, right? Uh, I'm taking Windows Server right now, and they only have that in Centerville. But Centerville is very big for the the cybersecurity field. So if you are listening and you're interested in going to that area, you're probably going to be studying the Centerville. Now, Englewood has, I think they have a couple of business classes there. They have arts um, Huber Heights is the one with nursery, and I'm not so sure about Mason. Mason's a very recent campus. I think they 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 opened recently when compared to the other places. But yeah, the last two weeks were not busy. This week has been very busy for Sinclair. Uh, it's well, it's what week eight now. So we're past the halfway point of the summer. This would be the halfway point of regular terms, but we're, we're very close to the end. And how have you been enjoying your summer? My summer has been pretty good. Yeah? Did you yeah. do anything, like, too cool to, to, like, you know, nothing, I mean, beyond being here, going to work, going to study? Um, not much, but I did go to the fireworks, actually. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, we had the 4th of July celebration. I keep losing track of, uh, since we do podcasts every two weeks. Yes, we had the, the 4th of July celebration. So where where did you go for the fireworks? I went to Delco Park. Okay. And I enjoyed the fireworks at Delco Park, and it was on a Tuesday. So oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was nice. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I went to a park as well in Blue Ash. They have a big ceremony there. The fireworks are beautiful this year. It, it's It's very nice. I mean... Who doesn't like fireworks? Yeah. They're just so big and bright and shiny and colorful. And I think they're nice. And speaking of shiny and colorful, here's what I got for news for this week today. We're going to start talking about the Barbie movie. Yeah. Are you going to be watching the Barbie movie when it comes out? I'm going to try to. Yeah. Hopefully. It's coming out uh, July 21st, right? Yeah. That and the Oppenheimer movie. So two very, very different movies coming out in the theaters at the same time. I'm pretty sure it's going to be very divisive. Like you're going to have one crowd going for the Barbie movie and one crowd going to the Oppenheimer movie. But this thing that I have talked about is that not all cinemas are very pleased about screening Barbie. Now, did you know that the Barbie movie is currently banned from screening in Vietnam. No, I did not know that. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you watched the trailer, but there is this uh, slight controversy that is going on because there is this one scene. Now, I think from what you can get from the trailer, the movie is about Barbie realizing that there's a world outside of Barbie land or whatever it's called. I don't remember. But uh, she wants to go out and see the world. So there's a scene where she's talking to some people and there's like a world map drawn behind her. Uh, and the world map is, is very, very uh, inaccurate. Like all the continents are in different shapes. They are in different angles. They're in different places where they would be in our traditional maps. So it's clearly like it's supposed to point out the fact that they don't have an idea of what the reward looks like. Now, 
there is the continent of Asia in that map, and on the east coast of the supposed continent of Asia, there is an eight-dash line leaving the country, li leaving the continent. And now people got a little upset, and because they thought that this line is supposed to represent the nine-dash line. So the nine-dash line is apparently a very controversial geographical and geopolitical topic because um, there is the sea in the south of China, right? Which is always is always been debated who actually owns that territory or not. So some people say, you know, some people claim that it's theirs and China claims it's theirs. So you have regions like Vietnam, Taiwan, the Philippines, Malaysia, Brunei, they don't want China to claim that territory. But China publishes maps that has this nine-dash line that goes around the, the sea, claiming that territory as part of their land. Now, it was ruled by the Permanent Court of Arbitration back in 2016 that China doesn't have this, this piece of ocean as part of their territory, but they still publish that. And because the movie eight-dash line resembles the nine-dash line, Taiwan is saying, I don't want, I don't want it, so we're not going to screen it. So who knows? It ha happened before. There was, a, there was a movie that was banned in Taiwan because they depicted the same thing. So it's, it's a recurring thing. But what, it, what the producer says in the movie uh, is that it's the idea that they don't know how the real world is. Because there are other dashed lines around the map, circling islands and going around. It's like, it's a map. So, but it's a very poorly made map. But that's, for some reason, well, for obvious reasons, sparked controversy. And now the movie's banned. So people in Taiwan are not going to get to see Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. But, you know, they can always watch Suicide Squad or Drive. But yeah, I'm not going to watch the Barbie movie. I... Don't know if I'm going to have the time to watch the Barbie movie or the Oppenheimer movie because I'm just so busy with everything that's going on. So the other thing that I've been doing is I... So do you enjoy playing games? Yes, I do. Yeah? Yeah. So what do you like to play? So I like to play RPG games. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy like Final Fantasy, mm -hmm. um... Resident Evil, yeah, those type of games. Recently, I installed back uh, a mobile game on my phone called, you know, Animal Crossing, yes. right? So they have a phone game, and I reinstalled that because it's been such a long time that I didn't play it, and I was I had so much stuff in that game, and I just installed it, and everything came back, and I was very happy um, because it's it's a good way to pad time, you know. Like I'm here at Sinclair a lot, and uh, uh, I study, I work, but there's like this, this, these, these brief windows of time that I'm not doing anything, and I'm already, I'm already doing homework, or I don't really want to do homework right now because I kind of want to take a moment to just, you know, just relax before the next class. So I play this game. I also, I'm also on Twitter a lot. Do you have Twitter? I do not have Twitter, no. but I am on Instagram a lot. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see. Glad that you mentioned Instagram because this next topic is that recently, this this earlier this week or if not previous week, Twitter has new competition on the block. 
Did you did you hear of it? No, I didn't. Well, it's um it's a new app called Threads. So this app is being published by the Meta company, right? Which is uh which was previously Facebook. So Facebook and Instagram, now they have Threads. And Threads has the same functionality as Twitter, it's just like a social media where you post stuff and scroll down a timeline and just see other people's posts. So they they released this app and now they have over a hundred million users already. And it's been less than a month that this app is out. So it's it's pretty huge. Pretty huge. But the the main reason why is it popular? And we did mention before us in the we, we talked during the Clarion about making a threads account, but since it's like too much to handle, because we already have we already have Twitter, we already we already have Facebook, we already have Instagram, we already have YouTube, we ha- we have LinkedIn, and we have TikTok as well. So it's just too much to have. So we're not going to be creating a Threads account anytime soon. But the reason why I didn't create a, a, a Threads account personally is because it's linked to your Instagram account, right? So it's it's more of a of an extension to your Instagram account rather than a rather than a standalone app, per se. And so much so that if you check people's uh, accounts, now on Instagram, you might find that it's either above or below their name. There's this little at sign with the string of numbers. That's their thread account. That's, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is why, this is also why um, it hit 100 million users. Because it's not a standalone app, right? It's more like an extension to your Instagram. So we already have a lot of people that have Instagram, yourself and myself included. So it will be very easy for people to just, you know, hey, we just press this button and I have threads. Ta-da. But yeah, 100 million. But this was timely, convenient, and very quick. So this app is... You know, it's just new on the block, it's still like growing and it's still just um, always finding ways to improve itself because this is what new apps do. But there, but but it was very convenient with their timing because recently there has been a certain uh, online dispute, online feud between Zuckerberg and Musk, right? So Elon Musk keeps teasing Mark Zuckerberg and vice versa. So, Threads, which is a Twitter competitor app, came just in time. Now, you told me you don't have Twitter, so you're probably not aware of what I'm saying. But there was this brief period, I think it was like for two days, so it was very short, that Elon Musk had to limit tweets for every single user on the platform. So, it would be something like this. You would open your Twitter and you would go down, you know, a little bit, and then the message would pop up saying your uh, you exceeded the limits of tweets that you can see or something like that. Please check again later. And everyone was very, like, caught out of the loop because why can I not see tweets anymore? Like, why is there a limit to tweets? And uh, the reason as to why Elon Musk did that and the, the programmers at Twitter did that is because they are trying to fight this 
data scraping that has been going on on the website. Which, do you know what data scraping is? Not 100% sure. Okay, so data scraping is essentially you request a, a website for data, right? You request a service for a website. And then the websites give you data. Now, you have recent tools, especially, or if not entirely AI-related tools, that are mining these websites for content all the time. They're requesting data continuously and just filling, you know, uh, spreadsheets, filling databases full of whatever whatever content they can get from these websites, right? Because they need to create their own database. They need to, like, develop themselves because that's, that's how AI works. They utilize the... They learn from what's out there in the internet. Now, the reason why Elon Musk did this is because they had so many artificial intelligence scraping data from all across Twitter. And if you're going to be scraping data from all across Twitter, that's a lot of requests that you have to make. And with like every bot asking for data all the time, he just said, no, this is not going to work. So he limited the tweets that accounts can view. So recent accounts could view up to 300 tweets only per day. And then old accounts could view 600. And then verified accounts could view, think, over 1,000. A lot of people saw that. People that didn't understand what, what was really happening, they saw that as Musk closing Twitter or restricting Twitter for, for people to pay for the subscription fee. Because now Twitter has the subscription fee. Right? They, they're like... So Twitter Blue, which is the verification of Twitter, you have to pay for it. You don't you don't get it if you are just like a popular person like it used to be. Or um you have other apps like Instagram for example, you get a you, you are verified on Instagram if you prove to be a big influence, you know, companies get that, artists get that, but on Twitter if you pay your $8 a month, you get that. So I think Elon Musk say, hey, if you're going to scrape data off my website, at least pay me first. Right? So, so yeah. But this was, was just like for two, three days. Now Twitter is back to normal. But, but yeah, because viewing a tweet just counts as you, as you scrolling past. And I mean, that is not a lot. Like, you, you think 600 posts would sound like a lot of things for you to see one sit like in one day like oh you're telling me you you, you see 600 posts in one day or more than 600 posts and it's like yeah because they're not just they're not viewing a post just counts as you passing it if, if it shows up in your phone it counts as seen it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you just scroll past it. It doesn't matter if you stopped and read everything that's in it. It doesn't matter if you let it open and went for a walk and then came back and your phone was still open. That same tweet. As long as that glimpse of tweet shows up in your timeline, it counts as a view. So these numbers they 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 add up really fast. But uh, it's gone now. Or if it's not gone, it's to a limit that at least I myself have not reached yet. Because ever since that went away. I didn't see the message. Well, yeah. So there you go. You have threads now. But the reason why I don't want to use threads is because, like I said, it's linked to your Instagram account. And the problem is that if you delete threads, you're going to delete your Instagram account as well. So fair warning if you want to install that. 
because right now they are linked together. If you delete one, the other one goes down as well. Oh. Yeah. That was like my main concern with, because uh, I used to have Facebook, but I deleted my Facebook. My main concern was since Facebook and Instagram were linked together, I would worry that if I deleted my Facebook, my Instagram would also go down. It didn't. So that was good because I like my Instagram. And speaking of AI tools, all that, my I, I wrote an article for the Clarion because now we're doing this. We, we upped our posting game, so we are posting a lot of content. Now we're writing a lot of stuff. I mean, you work here, so you know. Right. Um, we, are, we are writing a lot of stuff. And I was requested to write an opinion piece on using AI tools for schoolwork, right? And have you ever been through this? No. Picture this. Okay, you are doing homework. You have a research paper that you have to do, right? Okay. And you would go there and you would um, look up on Google or something like that. And you would get like different sets of pages that you would go and skim through them, see if you find anything interesting. Did you ever hear someone telling you, well, back in my day, we had to go to the library? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah because everyone says that. And now, I, we, you and I, are going to get into a point where we are saying, well, back in my day, we just used Google. Right. Yeah. We, no, we actually used Google. We didn't ask for an AI to write a research paper for us. Because here's the thing, right? We, we're getting these... Uh, so my opinion on the piece is like, just don't use AI for your schoolwork because um, AI is a is a is a it's a database on steroids. That's what I describe them as because this is what they are. Using Google is the same thing as asking an AI, but the thing is. The AI, the AI is going to go and they're going to rearrange all of these, all of this research that Google just lays in links for you to go and read. AI puts them in a neat little text for you. That's the difference. And it's just taking one more step away from your process of thinking and reasoning. The, I, for me, I think that AI is essentially for things that are not complicated or extremely precise, or if you don't want to, I believe that AI should be used for double checking. That's that's what I that's what I'm I'm saying. Because if you have like a biology paper, for example, that you have to write in eighth grade, you don't need AI. The information is out there for you to find. That's also a good way to cheat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. We have programs here at Sinclair. We have software that is used for detecting whether something was written using AI or not. Yeah. Right. We had this before. We had um. Did you take English composition? Yeah. I mean, of course, you're a journalist major. Of course, you took English composition. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they have. So you submitted essays to turn it in. Yeah. So yeah, that that's essentially what it does, right? They they analyze your text and they see, hey. Maybe you plagiarize this. Maybe you plagiarize that. Or hey, this is definitely an excerpt from this book. So they have software that that helps finding stuff. 
actually I've heard stories from teachers that are actually finding mm -hmm. students actually using AI, especially like in high school. Mm -hmm. So I've heard some stories about like teachers finding out that they have used AI in their schoolwork and they're cheating. Mm -hmm. And it's actually been a lot harder for teachers to to basically have the student to actually learn mm -hmm. on their own than trying to use AI. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's exactly the point that I that I was making in the in the argument as well, because why if AI really is the right way to go, then why bother going to school? It's like why why would we if if it really is the future for all of us, then then why are we gonna be wasting our time thinking? That's the thing. Because you know, studying is exercising your brain. Like right. w w w it, it has been published before. The research is out there that says that studying is it's beneficial. Right. You know, it, it's it's important for development. Because the same way that we say, oh, I'm gonna walk to this place instead of driving because it's healthier. It's the same thing. I'm gonna study rather than using AI because it's healthier for my brain, especially when we are younger like that. Yeah. Right? Because uh, when we're young like that, we don't even have that many responsibilities that we cannot, we, that we have to set aside to study. Right. When we're younger, we have much we have much more free time to actually dedicate ourselves to studying. Right. Yeah. So just using an AI just it just loses all the purpose on it. It just it just you know the whole point is just like it's gone. Yeah. Because AI is coming like a thunderstorm. Yep. Yes. And I think the biggest the biggest impact is the fact that since it came so soon and so fast and so popular, mm -hmm. because of course it's popular. I mean, we can create laws. All about that, but the problem is the morale. It's right. the morality that students have to understand why they should not do this. It's different because they can make the school makes laws, right? You cannot plagiarize. Right. You cannot do this, but that's not going to stop people from doing it yeah, if no. they think that they they should do it. Yeah. So they need to understand why they cannot do it before. And I think that's the biggest problem because it's a it's a really good. Um, it's a really good answer to their problems. Uh, and it cuts your workload by a lot. It gives you a lot of free time to do other stuff. You know, stuff that's more interesting, definitely. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I love writing papers. No. But it's a responsibility that we must learn to, you know, embrace. And it, it to, to understand that this is our job right now. You know, because if if AI really is a reason, you know, like I said in the article, just let's just start ChatGPT and hey, give me a prompt for an article, and we just like give me sixteen articles, and there you go, we have our magazine ready. August editions is going to be uh, AI articles. Actually, none of us are writing it. That is a lie. That is a, you look you look scared. It's it's a lie. It is a lie. No, don't worry. We don't have artificial intelligence. We have human intelligence writing the articles here. So, but yeah. But 
I just think it's important to people for people to know that. And speaking of that is a lie, let's let's do a little little segue into we have a little bit of time left. So I prepared this little game that's uh it's a fake news game because we were supposed to have a table one day here at Sinclair. Just didn't work out, but I prepared this this game, and I was really proud of it. But uh, we didn't get to we didn't get to play it, unfortunately. But I have some of the I have some headlines here with me right now, and some of them are fake, some of them are real, and I am going to let you decide whether or not they are true or false. Okay. So we're gonna see how how well you do in the count, and if you do well, you're gonna get a prize. So let's go. First one. Okay. Police hunt down dinosaur following heist. False. That is true. They hunt down a dinosaur. So apparently they... Uh, South Dakota, Seal Falls, that's the name of the, the city. They have a science and art center and they have a little velociraptor statue there. And the velociraptor statue was stolen. Oh. So the police officer went after the people that stole... The dinosaur. So that that was the heist. The dinosaur was not committing the heist, but the the dinosaur was the heist. Fortunately, the statue was fine. It it wasn't damaged or anything, and now it's back to the place that it was before. Well, that's but, good. Yeah, but this one was true. So next one. Um, Neil Sinclair policy will reduce tuition rates based on amount of credit hours. True. I wish. I wish you were. No, it is false. It is false. Tuition rates are still the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, another one. Mysterious beast reported in Poland turns out to be a croissant in a tree. True? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yes. So what happened was uh, someone in... Uh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce the name of the town. Krakow? Krakow? but this is a town in Poland, they called the Animal Welfare Society there to report that it was an un unidentifiable animal on her tree. And the the residents of the house were too scared to open the tree and check, or open the tree, sorry, open the window and check what it was. And it stayed there for two days, and they called Animal Welfare Society because they thought it was an iguana or something like that. And the society was like... An iguana in Poland? So, yeah, so they went to investigate it and it was just a cross sun. Someone just left a pastry on the tree and... Oh, yeah. so it wasn't an animal? No, it was a cross sun. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see one more, one more, one more. Wyoming becomes the second state to ban TikTok in the U.S. True? Mm -mm -mm, no, it was false. It was false. So far, only Montana is the, is, Montana is the only state that in the U.S. that has banned TikTok. Okay. But we can wait sure. to see. We can wait to see. You never know. Because, uh, you know, one state does and the other ones might might be inclined to follow. Do you okay. think someone else is going to be banning TikTok or do you think Montana is going to go back under? I am not sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's up to Montana. Yeah. At that point. But, like, I've heard Montana banned it and I mm -hmm. know that like China has more like an educational TikTok so I just thought mm -hmm. maybe it was like something different. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to wait and see, huh? Yeah. Uh, one more. 
Woman struck in head by turtle that crashed through windshield. No, it is true. It is true. Uh, so, a uh, 71-year-old woman was riding with a daughter in Florida Interstate 95 and just got hit with a turtle. Oh. So, people were saying that it, what probably happened is a turtle got hit by a different car and it flew into their windshield. And, it, of course, it's a turtle, so it broke through the windshield and left the woman with a gash in her head and she bled a lot but both the woman and the turtle are fine they both lived well that's good yeah that is that is good that is good it would be tragic for both of them if something bad had happened yeah. but no someone's just playing mario kart on on i-95 that's all <laughs> okay I have one more one more for you okay seven injured and two left in critical condition after indiana's horror state race disaster trip no, no, it really? is false. Yes, there is no such thing as a horse state race in Indiana. Although it sounds plausible, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So, no, unfortunately, you're four for two or two for four. So, unfortunately, no prize for you. But, hey, good news. That was also a lie. We didn't have any prize. So, don't worry about it because <laughs> it's it's okay. You We don't have anything to give. I'm actually a little happy now. But, yeah. So, Valencia, I'm very happy that you sat here with me today. And I would like to thank everyone here for listening to the podcast this uh, this lovely Tuesday. Uh, if you uh, want to follow us, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sinclair Clarion. And I will see you all two weeks from now, next Thursday. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.